Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udzu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih wala tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhalnasu attaqu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidah wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisaa wa attaqullaha alladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham inna allaha kana alaykum raqiba يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أيها المسلمون عباد الله Indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent messengers to mankind مبشرين ومنذرين as bringers of good news as well as messengers of warning and he has given them many clear signs as well as clear medicals to establish the proof of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon their people and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he gave every prophet alayhi salatu wasalam he gave them miracles and clear signs that was in accordance with their situation and the situation of the people and this was to again establish the proof upon them so for example Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he sent prophet Musa alayhi salam in a time where there was many supernatural or supernormal or medicals and sihr, magic that took place. And he gave Musa alayhi salam certain signs that made him compete with them or even greater than them or even outdo them. For example, when Musa alayhi salam threw his staff, فَإِذَا هِيَ حَيَّةٌ تَسْعَى Behold, Allah says it became a serpent that was slithering. And then he drew his hand out of his collar. And it was shining white for all to see. And like that, he overwhelmed and overcame every sahir, every magician, and humiliated every evildoer. As for Isa alayhi salam, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him in a time where people were into treatments and atib, medicine and so forth. And then Allah Azza wa Jal gave him certain mu'jizat, certain miracles, such that he overcame them. And so he healed the blind and the leper. And he raised the dead back to life only by the will of Allah. And like this, he, he overcame every tabib, every doctor and healer at the time, and confused every reasonable person with these miracles that Allah Azza wa Jal gave him. As for our Prophet, Nabiyuna, 
Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then he was not sent to any specific nation or people. Rather, he was sent to all of mankind. He, sent, he was sent to people who gave importance to medicine. And so he was given medicals to overcome them or to compete with them in that. He was sent to people who gave importance to astronomy. And so he was given medicals to establish proofs against them. He was sent to people who gave importance to language and poetry and so forth. He was sent miracles such that he overcame them and he established the proof of Allah Azza wa Jal upon all of these people. And as for the greatest of all miracles that Allah Azza wa Jal bestowed upon this Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that will remain until Qiyam al-Sa'ah through which he overcame the first and the last of people through which he amazed the people of rhetoric and eloquency <coughs> through which he confused the poets and humiliated many of the people of wisdom and this miracle continues to bestow its blessings and show its athar its effects upon those who understand it and even those who don't understand it regarding this miracle Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَقَالُوا لَوْ لَا أُنزِلَ عَلَيْهِ آيَةٌ مِّن رَبِّهِ قُلْ إِنَّمَا الْآيَاتُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَإِنَّمَا أَنَا نَذِيرٌ مُّبِينٌ The people, they said, if only some signs had been sent down to him from his Lord, say to them, O Prophet, signs are only with Allah, and I am only sent with a clear warning. أَوَلَمْ يَكْفِهِمْ أَنَّا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ يُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ is it not enough for them or sufficient for them that we sent down to you the book which is recited to them? Surely in this Quran is a mercy and reminder for people who believe. Is the Quran not enough for them as an evidence, as a miracle, as a clear sign and proof? That you are the true Prophet of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That Allah azza wa jal sent from above the seven heavens This Quran is the clear proof This Quran is the greatest of all miracles That will last until qiyam al-sa'ah Ayyual ahibbatul kiram Allah azza wa jal he described this book as a nur And he said Walakin ja'alnahu nooran nahdi bihi man nasha'u min ibadina but we made it a light. We have made it, yani this Quran, a nur, a light by which we guide whoever we will of our servants. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also clarified that whoever turns away from this Quran, then he will have a miserable life. وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى As Allah said, whoever turns away from my reminder, will certainly have a miserable life. Then we will raise them up blind on the day of Qiyamah. On this ayah, Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah, he said, the word dhikr, my reminder in this ayah, is the Qur'an. For Allah Azza wa Jal has promised that whoever takes hold of the book of Allah, he will never go astray in this world, nor will he be miserable in the year after. 
and then he recited the verse فَإِمَّا يَأْتِيَنَّكُمْ مِنِّي هُدًا فَمَنِ اتَّبَعُ هُدَايَ فَلَا يَضِلُّ وَلَا يَشْقَاهُ Then when guidance comes to you from me, whoever follows my guidance will neither go astray in this life nor suffer in the year after. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this book a form of exaltation for those who take hold of it. وَإِنَّهُ لَذِكْرٌ لَكَ وَلِقَوْمِكَ وَسَوْفَ تُسْأَلُونَ Allah Azza wa Jal said, Surely this Qur'an is a glory for you and your people, and you will all be questioned about it. A dhikr for you is a glory for you. It's a rif'ah for you. It's an honor for you, for those who take hold of this book. وَسَوْفَ تُسْأَلُونَ Allah then says, and you will surely all be questioned about it. Yani, did you manage to understand it? Did you try to understand it? Did you recite this book? Did you implement its teachings? Did you turn back to it for its rulings? Did you try to ponder over its ayat and its signs? Wallahu musta'an. Ayyuhal muslimoon, Allah Azza wa Jal instructs the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to make jihad with this Quran. So Allah Azza wa Jal said to him, فَلَا تُطِعِ الْكَافِرِينَ وَجَاهِدْهُمْ بِهِ جِهَادًا كَبِيرًا Do not yield to the disbelievers, but strive diligently against them with this Qur'an. Strive against them with this Qur'an, which means recite the Qur'an to them. Recite this book, implement its teachings, and establish the proof of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them. وَقَدْ تَكَفَّلَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ بِأَنَّ مَنْ يَحْفَظُ الْقُرْآنِ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يُعِزُّهُ وَيَرْفَعُهُ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised that whoever preserves this Qur'an, Allah will honor him and raise him. As Allah said, بَلْ هُوَ آيَاتٌ بَيِّنَاتٌ فِي صُدُورِ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمِ وَمَا يَجَحَدُ بِآيَاتِنَا إِلَّا الظَّالِمُونَ But this Qur'an is a set of clear revelations. Preserved in the hearts of those gifted with knowledge. And none denies the revelations except the stubborn wrongdoers. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this Quran and made those who preserve it. He has given them a special status. Manzila Adima, a special rank that of those who have been gifted knowledge. Whether they are people of Nasab, of lineage or people of no lineage, whether they're people who have wealth or no wealth. But the Quran will raise them. The Quran will be their companion when they have no companion. But when they preserve this book, they will always have something to turn to. And they will always have a companion who will always be a, a, something to raise them by. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also gave this book this kalam, a form of grandeur and esteem, a form of awe, of khushu', of submission that he has given to no other kalam. For this is the kalam of Allah. This is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he sent down upon his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam such that Allah said, لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله 
Had we sent down this Quran upon a mountain, you would have certainly seen it humbled and torn apart in awe of Allah. And this is the greatness of the Quran. Had it been revealed on an, on an inanimate object, one as great and as big as a mountain, you would have seen it humbled and torn apart in awe of Allah, out of fear for Allah, out of Reverence for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this, the weight of this kalam. So how then should our hearts not be when the Qur'an is recited and we are listening to it and we are reciting it ourselves? Wallahu musta'an. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, whoever reads one harf from the book of Allah, then he will have one reward. وَالْحَسَنَةُ بِعَشْرِ عَمْثَالِهَا And every reward is times by ten. And I do not say that alif lam mim is a, is a harf, but alif is a harf, and lam is a harf, and mim is a harf. Which means for each one there is a minimum of ten rehuds, rawahu tirmidhi. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ وَهُوَ حَافِظٌ لَهُ مَعَ السَّفَرَةِ الْكِرَامِ الْبَرَرَةِ That the one who recites the Qur'an and masters it by heart, he will be with the noble, righteous scribes yani in Jannah. And as for the person who exerts himself to learn the Qur'an, but he, stri- he struggles, he stutters, and it comes only with great difficulty, فَلَهُ أَجْرًا Then he will have like that which is double of the reward. مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ And this hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim. In another hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he praised the Qur'an of the Qur'an, the reciters of the Qur'an. And specifically, he came one day to Ubay ibn Ka'b, radiyallahu an. The Sahabi who was known to be a proficient and master in reciting the Book of Allah. The Sahabi who would sit up day and night with the Book of Allah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sat by him and said to him, Inna Allah amarani an aqra'a alayka lam yakunil ladheena kafaru. Indeed, Allah instructed me to recite to you the surah, lam yakunil ladheena kafaru, surah bayyina. Fantafada ubay. Ubay began to shake. Faqala ya Rasulallah, wasamman illahu lak? He said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, did Allah mention me to you? Meaning, did he say, read the surah to somebody and you chose me? Or did Allah Azza wa Jal actually mention me? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to him, Naam, Allah mentioned you. فَانْفَجَرَ أُبَيَّ بَاكِيًا Ubay radiyallahu an, he broke down crying. مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ حَدِيثٍ بُخَارِ الْمُسْلِمِ As some scholars pointed out, this was something special given for Ubay. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned him by name to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this was not for the one who memorized the most hadith. Like Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu. Or the one who wrote down a hadith. Like Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As radiallahu anhumah. Or the one who led the mujahideen. Like Khalid ibn al-Walid radiallahu anhu. Or the one who spent the most in the path of Allah, like Uthman ibn Affan. 
Oh, those of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has sought their opinions like Abu Bakr and Umar radiyallahu anhu or Ali radiyallahu anhu who led the Mujahideen and his, with his unsheathed sword against the Mushrikeen. Nor the one who spent 10 years in the service of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like Anas ibn Malik. May Allah be pleased with all of them. But Allah azza wa jal mentioned this for Ubay. He gave him a special honor because of his attachment to the book of Allah. And this is how the Quran raises its people. Ahlullahi wa khasatuh. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the people of Quran, they are the people of Allah, and they are the close, special ones with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And indeed it's mentioned that Allah azza wa jal, he listens to those who recite the book of Allah. And this is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, زَيِّنُوا الْقُرْآنَ بِأَصْوَاتِكُمْ Beautify the book of Allah, the Qur'an, with your voices. And he said, حَسِّنُوا الْقُرْآنَ بِأَصْوَاتِكُمْ Beautify the Qur'an with your voices. فَإِنَّ الصَّوْتَ الْحَسَنْ يَزِيدُ الْقُرْآنَ حُسْنًا Because the beautiful voice increases the Qur'an in beautification. It increases the Qur'an in beauty. And this means... And when you try your best and you try to beautify your voice with the Qur'an, that Qur'an will have an effect on your heart. It will have a, a stronger effect as opposed to just reading it plainly. But you try your best to beautify it for the sake of Allah. And this will have a stronger effect on you, bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. One day the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he's with Abu Bakr and Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhumah. And they go to the masjid at night. And as they come to the masjid, the Prophet sallallahu he hears somebody reciting the Qur'an. And so he goes to this and he listens from behind a small wall. And it was Abdullah bin Mas'ud reciting surah to Nisa. He finished 100 ayat and he started to make dua. The Prophet sallallahu Listen to him reciting the Quran and he said, Man ahab an yakra al Quran, Ghaddan kama unzila, fal yakrauk ala kiraati ibni ummi abd. Whoever wants to recite the Quran, the way it was revealed, then let him recite it like ibni ummi abd, meaning ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. And when he made dua, he said, The Prophet said, Is al tu'tah, is al tu'tah, ask and you'll be given, ask and you'll be given. After reciting the Qur'an, he made dua. The Prophet said, ask and you'll be given. Ask and you'll be given. Like this, after we read the book of Allah, especially in Qiyamul Layl, we should increase in dua, for it's a time when duas are accepted. ta'ala. The Prophet وسلم, he also mentioned that at the end of time, people will fall into deserting the book of Allah. And so he said, as Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned in Surah Al-Furqan, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا That the messenger said, Oh my Lord, indeed my people have taken the Qur'an and deserted it. Indeed my people have taken the Qur'an and they have deserted it. Wallahu musta'an, how many of us go a day, two days, sometimes more, without opening the book of Allah, without reciting a verse of the Qur'an. 
And this is a form of deserting the Quran. Sometimes we spend hours on the internet, be it on social media, or whatever it may be, without looking at the book of Allah. We spend hours in our business without opening the book of Allah. Hours in front of the TV without opening the book of Allah. Subhanallah. At times, the app is on our phone, but we swipe past the app for other things. And this is a form of deserting the book of Allah. From deserting this book is not paying attention to its instructions. So for example, we read, وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ husna And speak well to the people. Say that which is good to the people. And we read, وَلَا يَغْتَبْ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا Do not backbite one another. But we don't pay attention and we end up in backbiting. And we read about all the muharramat, but we still follow through with it. Wallahu musta'an. This is a form of deserting the book. Likewise, we don't turn to this book for our rulings. And we don't turn to this book when trying to understand it and ponder over it and reflect it. These are all examples of deserting the book of Allah. Wallahu musta'an. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rectify our affairs. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to not make us of those who desert this book. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to connect us with the book of Allah and to make us of the people of the Quran. Aqulu ma tasma'oon wa astaghfirullah al-azim li wa lakum min kulli dhanb fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafur al-rahim. الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said recite the Quran for on the day of Qiyamah, it will come as an intercessor for those who recite it. On the day of Qiyamah, it will come as an intercessor for those who recite it. And he said, recite the two bright ones, Al-Baqarah and Surah Al-Imran. For on the day of resurrection, they will come as two clouds, or two shades, or two flocks of birds in ranks, pleading for those who recite them. And he said, recite Surah Baqarah. For to take recourse to it is a blessing. And to give it up is a cause of grief. And the magicians cannot confront it. Rawahu Muslim. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Iqra' wa artaqi wa rattil kama kunta turattilu fi dunya fa inna manzilataka inda akhiri ayatin taqra'u biha. Recite and rise up. Yani on the day of Qiyamah it was be said to the person of the Quran. Recite and rise up. And then recite the way you used to in the dunya, turattil fi dunya. And you will, your rank will be at the last ayah that you recite, subhanallah. So let us be of those who make certain that we make a time every single day to sit with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make a time every day. A part of your day, there has to be a, a schedule that's part of your day that's time for the book of Allah. Where we commit, be it to a page or two, whatever we are able to do, 
We read what's easy for us. We read what we are able to do. And like this, we will find many benefits, insha'Allah ta'ala. The barakah that the Qur'an will bring is like no other barakah. The shifa that the Qur'an brings into your life is like no other shifa. Shifa for the hearts and soul as well as shifa for the body. You will find blessings in your wealth. You will find blessings in your time, in your family, in your children, in your homes. In every way, the Qur'an brings about its blessings. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. اللهم إنا نسألك فعل الخيرات وترك المنكرات وحب المساكين اللهم يا الله إذا أردت بعبادك فتنة فاقبضنا إليك غير خزانا ولا مفتونين اللهم إنا نسألك من الخير كله عاجله وآجله ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم ونعوذ بك من الشر كله عاجله وآجله ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم اللهم إنا نسألك عيش السعداء وموت الشهداء والحشر مع الأتقياء ومرافقة الأنبياء اللهم إنا نعوذ بك ربنا من جهد البلاء ودرك الشقاء وسوء القضاء وشماتة الأعداء اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك وفجاءة نقمتك وتحول عافيتك وجميع سخطك اللهم اغفر لنا ولآبائنا وأمهاتنا اللهم من كان منهم حيا فمتعه بالصحة على طاعتك واختم لنا وله بخير ومن كان منهم ميتا فوسع له في قبره وضاعف له حسناته وتجاوز عن سيئاته واجمعنا به في جنتك يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان, ربي سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين